syndications, making it so much easier for people, everyday people practically. I mean, granted, you need to be accredited or you can be sophisticated in many of these situations. And if you work hard enough, you're going to get accredited. Welcome to Spur Equities, Spur Your Wealth podcast, your ultimate guide to passive income through real estate investing. Join us as we together discover the secrets of building wealth, one passive investment at a time. From expert insights to inspiring success stories, this podcast will inspire you and empower you to take control of your family's financial future so you can live life on your own terms. All right. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Spur Equity's Spur Your Wealth podcast. I'm your host today, Param Singh from Spur Equity. Uh, as you guys know, on the Spur Your Wealth podcast, our aim is to bring successful investors and experts on our podcast to share their story and secrets in investing so we can all stand to benefit from their experience. And so on today's episode... We're really excited to have Ginny Bowling. Uh, Ginny has 40 years in real estate, 40 years of experience in real estate. So really looking forward to some of the stuff that she brings with that experience. She's a former appraiser. She's a consultant on eminent domain. She's done buy and hold investing and flips. And now she's uh, starting her syndication journey. So she's going to talk to us about all of that experience and, and really the power of syndication. So welcome, Ginny. Really happy to have you on the Spur Your Wealth podcast. Really looking forward to uh, to our conversation today. Thank you. And thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Great. Well, Ginny, I did have a brief introduction, right? 40 years of experience. So that, that's quite uh, quite a journey. And you've done quite a, you know, a lot of different things during that time. So why don't you give our listeners a little bit of an introduction on your journey with real estate and kind of where it takes you to today? Surely. Um, well, I started in Orlando, where I am again now. And I'd lived many places, actually, but I landed in Orlando for my senior year of high school. So I went to college here and I had several schools all through high school and college. I, I uh, learned that all places are fairly similar. Each has its assets, but don't waste time to get to where you're wanting to go because it, you might have to move before you get there if you don't hurry up. <laughs> But uh, anyway, I was hired straight out of college by the Florida Department of Transportation. And it was very interesting because they wanted people with business degrees that could be creative problem solvers dealing with acquiring property needed for roadways and dealing with engineers and land title and drainage people and all these different science-based disciplines where usually social interaction wasn't a big thing. It wasn't, we became the glue. We were, you know, supposed to be the ones to get them all to work together and agree to something that we could sell to the property owner and their attorneys and all their experts. And so it was very interesting and challenging and I love doing it. And I still do some consulting here and there on that, but it brought me through a, a lot of training in not only engineering, but of course, legal aspects of real estate. And I have the greatest respect for real estate. I, I um, constantly remind people, we all need real estate. We wouldn't be here. Yep. We, you know, Whatever we sit or stand on is even real estate. So it's certainly a good investment. 
<laughs> so right. starting with basic, that's kind of something I learned early on. And anyway, so I have done that through the years, much of my career, but I've also been a broker for 30 years. I didn't do transactional stuff. I've, I've been mostly a consultant, though. I've worked for okay. utility companies like CenturyLink and Florida Power and Light. And so most of it being eminent domain infrastructure type work. So I have a great regard for the need for infrastructure. And before I buy someplace, looking at what's going on as far as capacities, what's coming and what's happening. And some of those things a little more intrinsically than some people. My time as an appraiser was in private sector it wasn't working in eminent domain. So I quickly learned I'd much rather work in commercial than residential. So I, I spent most of that time, yep. it was five years of commercial real estate appraising roughly. And I certainly in all this came across lots of people that were owning substantial properties and able to get the transactions done. You know, the ideal is you get it done and don't have to condemn. That's always the goal. So um, we yeah. drove very hard. And I was the project manager, typically, making sure the team was working to, to settle out of court. And that's usually a big challenge. And, and so I really have uh, great respect for being able to close complicated transactions. And, and uh, I found that there were so many different ownership structures, but I never really pictured myself owning the big commercial properties. And so when syndications came around, I had started flipping and doing some, some things in like 2017. Had a couple prior buy and holds. Okay. Long story short, it was like, duh, why wouldn't I try to own some commercial property? And then when I heard about right. syndications, making it so much easier for people Everyday people, practically. I mean, granted, you need to be yep. accredited or you can be sophisticated in many of these situations. And if you work hard enough, you're going to get accredited. So it's a fantastic way to build wealth and income. And, and it's just like been so exciting to get a chance to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot to unpack in, in kind of your journey. I mean, you've seen so much and, you know, seeing other people kind of put these complicated structures together, you know, it takes a skill. So I got to applaud you. It takes a lot, a lot of skill, a specific skill set to basically be in the middle of that and get everybody to work together and, and get things done. So good on you to, you know, spending that time on doing that. But I find it interesting that it took quite some time for you to get to a place where, you know, it was like, hey, this could be for me too. Like I'm helping other people do it, but it took you so long to get, you know, and so my, my partner, Rav, he's a broker and he works with a lot of different agents and broker and same thing. Like you're working for your client all the time, but it's like, when does that light bulb go off? Like, hey, I should be doing this for myself and my family too. So, but again, uh, good on you, right? To, to kind of make that switch. So you mentioned like your investment journey started with like some buy and hold, some flips. And then again, you had another aha moment and saying, wow, syndication, right? This makes it easier. Can you explain a little bit just very briefly, like what the difference you saw in the buy and flip type of investments that, that you did versus, you know, syndication and what, what is the, the kind of pros and cons or as it were, the advantages of, of syndication over acquiring a property on your own? Well, flipping is lucrative. It is, but it is also laborious. Even if you're hiring out your tradesmen, you still have a lot of decisions to make. And so you're very actively involved. As a syndicator, you can choose if you're going to be active or not. 
You can be so passive. It's like picking a stock. You research a company. Yeah. If you're going to put $50,000 in any stock, you're going to research it well. And it's tantamount to right. what you would do here. And you want to get to know the team and you want to know the business plan and you want to get to know the property. And, and a good syndicator is going to help you do that pretty darn quickly. And so once you get used to looking at some of the information, it can come quite readily and you can ideally get to where you have your favorite syndicators and timing is everything for when an opportunity comes along. And if you have money to deploy at that time, you can do it and then be totally hands off and busy with your other job or other things, which I absolutely love about the syndication business model. It allows many people to do it. And build wealth in a way that they also are creating uh, the tax write-offs, all the tax benefits of of owning property and not having to be involved. So that's huge. And then if you're on the active side, of course, then, then it's more like being active in a flip. Yeah. I mean, I love the kind of analogy that you did. Like it's as easy as picking a stock, right? You still have to do the research and say, Hey, this is the company I believe in. And you know, it's going, you know, they have a good business plan as a limited partner. You're that person picking that stock. And once you pick the stock, you know, ride that company long-term because you believe in it. Right. And if you're a general partner, it's akin to, uh, you know, being part of the executive leadership of that company. Right. And you're kind of executing that business plan. You're putting that company together. You're executing that business plan. So I love that analogy. And that I think that makes it very clear for folks what, what syndication. I mean, it's just a fancy word, right, of pulling our resources together and executing on a business, right? But you can be passive and, or you can be part of the, the executive leadership team and, and actually you know, play a role in, in executing the business plan. But it does take time and sweat equity to do that versus you know somebody who's providing capital and buying shares into the company and, and kind of writing it and generating the returns, right? Or capitalizing on the returns. So that's great. Um, but there's two other so benefits. Jenny, tell, me, tell I... Yeah, go ahead. Two other benefits. You get to know the team. If you're picking a stock, you don't get to know who's who's who and doing what. Here, Absolutely. you get to know who they are. You can go to the property. You are somebody that's that's involved and you aren't just a, a number, basically. And And the other thing is that it's real estate. We all need it. It's not going to disappear into nothingness. Yeah. Now, granted, I've demolished a lot of buildings, but there's still the lamp, <laughs> you know? So right. yeah, two big differences there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, my own stock portfolio or 401ks have gone up and down in a roller coaster and times where you, you lose everything, right. right? A company can go completely under, but real estate, you know, relatively hard assets are relatively lower risk. You know, there's the capital preservation, right? That we talk about that, hey, the value of the property is not going to disappear, right? It's still there. And so again, there might be cycles of like valuations kind of going up and down, but if real estate is a long-term game, right? And so if we we look at it from that perspective, it's not something that you're doing on a daily basis, right? Looking at valuations, but you're executing a business plan that over, you know, a certain time period is definitely going to appreciate. So thank you for mentioning that. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, challenges of getting started, right? And so if you talk about, you know, folks that are waiting in the wings and say, I 
they know they have to, they know they should be investing in real estate. And now you've shown them that there's different avenues to get it started, whether you want to be active or whether you want to be passive. There's syndications that make it easier. And so somebody who's kind of waiting and saying, okay, I know I need to do this, but how do I get started? What's kind of some advice you would give and what they can be doing to educate themselves on what's available? So yeah, what can you do to educate themselves on to know you know, what's available? How do I move forward? So I connect people with podcasts, including my own, of course, but to books, to some of the written materials I've prepared. I'm constantly meeting and talking with people. I network a whole lot, but I I understand it's an education process. It's uh, A lot of people aren't exposed to this kind of thing very much. They're busy with their lives and, and that's fine, but it's not rocket science. And once somebody listens to it, it, I think really does come to resonate where it's like, you know, that really makes sense, especially if it's that easy. I should diversify and put some money in real estate, especially if I'm going to get tax benefits. And so it's more just repeat, repeat and supply information from different sources, because that helps them to get exposed to more than one source. You want them to have a diverse set of not only inputs, but expectations to see what others do. That way they can decide if they like you or like someone else. Like, you know, we do these interviews with each other so that people can get to know us and someone may resonate more. Who knows? But, but it's all part of that team building that goes into syndications. You have a team and that's the, the thing you want to get to know is just how, how those people tick a little, right? Yeah. And you know, the thing I like about this industry is that sponsors or, you know, syndicators are are so willing to actually share, right? And educate. And, you know, like you're, you're mentioning these podcasts, but like, for example, on our website, we have, you know, the syndication 101 course, right? That goes through and kind of educates on what a syndication is, how it's put together, what, what are the typical things. And, you know, we put guides together and things like that just to make it easy. Again, it's, there's so many resources out there, but what folks like you and and us and, you know, other syndicators are doing is putting these, you know, like one pagers and guides together to basically, you know, do that. And I know you, you've put some stuff together. So you want to share with our listeners some of the things that you've done to kind of make the path even easier? What I just finished was my drip campaign that really helps people to know not only what I'm doing, but it asks people to do a survey. And then it says, okay, I'm going to bombard you kind of one email a day for six days, read it or don't, but it will give you everything that you want to see if you might want to jump into this. So the first one is like a short guide to real estate syndications. And yes, I need to make it shorter. (laughs) And then one of them is active or passive to help people decide if they want to be active or passive. And then why multifamily, you know, lots of different Big topics that come up that people just, you know, have passed through their mind automatically. And so it's good to have to write this stuff, too. (laughs) It is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Things in the in the real estate world also change. Right. So some of these things are going to continue to evolve as new things come up, as as the markets change. Obviously, you know, this year, the reality of lending and you know, things like that have changed. So the risk profile of some of the things that we go go after have changed. And so educating people on that and what to look for in, in a deal, 
that is not going to go sideways, right? In in the current market, it, you know, that's really important. Again, educating folks on what those challenges could be, and if you're looking at deals, you know, what are the key things to look at to make sure that you're protected, right? Uh, as a limited partner, so yeah, all of those things matter, and all of those things, you know, as much as we can do to to make that easier because we know people are busy and you know they have their their day jobs and so whatever we can do to um kind of summarize the information or give them you know these guides i, I think that's great in, in our industry that we've been able to do that so Ginny, as we wrap up you know today's conversation i wanted to allow you to do two things one give kind of your final thoughts or like you know a bit of advice or that you give to your investors what's the thing that you would say hey if you know again what's the key piece of advice that you want to leave our listeners with and then secondly if folks want to get in touch with you directly and they want to understand more about what you're doing and you know the projects that you're putting together, the challenges that you faced in your journey and, and, and want to have a, a direct kind of relationship with you, how do, they, how do they get in touch with you? What's the best mechanism? So if you can uh, give us that piece of advice and, and let us know. Surely. Well, I think that we're going into some very interesting times. I, I am personally excited about the opportunities because it's been very hard to buy property at a reasonable price these last couple of years. The values were going up so much, especially here in Florida. I like to buy where I can get to and from a property within the same day, potentially. One exception, I do, well, a couple exceptions. I will go into the Carolinas and all, but Florida is... Fair game completely, but I do have investments in Houston, so much comes down to the operator. But the takeaway I would hope is that there is a big opportunity coming here. There was so many people getting into it. I, I look at syndications, it's like a new product. You know, the Jobs Acts of 2012 and 17 invigorated and made people aware almost a rebirth of syndication. So it's going through an adoption mm -hmm. cycle and it was going way, way, way up. And then now with the interest rates and all, it's it's kind of like in this level leveling off, you know, there's been yeah. a lot of hesitation to see what's happening with interest rates. And, and right. as some of those that got too brave and too bullish and not cautious enough didn't buy the interest rate caps and things like that, they're going to be in trouble and there's going to be a need for them to sell properties for a lot of people. And I'm not just talking multifamily, but so that will be an opportunity to be able to pick up property at a better price. I've been outbid on a lot of things over the last couple of years. And uh, I, I think that it's going to be a better opportunity for investors here in the next few years. That would be my takeaway and and it's expected to be over the next two years, pretty much, that a lot of those loans are going to be coming due, that, that uh, we want to right. make sure we know the bankers and the people that hear about those things, and they'll tell us so that we can try to save them yeah. before they dirty the industry. We don't, if we can possibly save each other, so to speak, then I, I feel yeah. that's a good thing if it's possible. You got to get the numbers to work. Yeah. Though. Yep. And then, so I'm on social media under Ginny Bowling, G-I-N-N-Y-B-O-L-L-I-N-G, G for girl and B for boy <laughs> is how it is. And so I'm on oh, LinkedIn nice. and I have a podcast called Pivot to Prosperity and I'll send you my links for the show notes, I guess. And I, Yeah, that's perfect. And I'll put a link to 
one of my shorter pieces for uh, for you to be able to distribute through through the show notes then. That's great. Thank you so much, Jenny. This has been uh, a great conversation. This is, uh, you know, really want to thank you, Jenny, for for sharing your story and the wealth of experience. I know this was a, a short episode and we couldn't dive into all of your experience and, and hopefully we can have you on again and really dive into a little bit more and, and talk about some of the things that you're doing and, and some of the things that you're excited about, you know, in the future as well. So again, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. And for our listeners, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Spur Your Wealth podcast. Uh, again, I'm your host, Param Singh from Spur Equity. Remember that your journey to financial freedom begins with knowledge and action, where knowledge is power, but action is a superpower. So until next time, happy investing. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Spur Your Wealth podcast. We hope you enjoyed the valuable insights and inspiration. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and stay updated on future episodes filled with actionable tips and strategies. If you want more information about our investment projects, visit us at spurequity.com. If you have an inspiring story to share and would like to be a guest on our podcast, email us at podcast at spurequity.com. Until next time, Happy investing.